I'm going to yeah, tap wow. this mana because I just tapped that. Yep, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I no, no, I shouldn't have bought it up. That's not you. That this is what happens. I shouldn't have bought it up. That's on me. <laughs> that's my fault because Brian has gotten quiet and Doug said I just tapped that mana, so I added because I tapped that ass. That's that, that's what they said. Ready the Armada. Kenobi. I'm not a monster. Welcome to Films of Black and White, everybody. How are you all feeling? It is a great Monday to be with you all. We are so excited. It's just going to be a great day. We are coming up on the end of Black History Month, but the beginning of Black History Year. Fear not. Just you wait. Just you wait. And, y'all, we get a bonus day in February. So it's a bonus day indeed. I'm glad everybody is here. So for this week, we are going to be going around the horn, doing some quick news, because right after this, we have a very special uh, bonus episode that we're doing. Uh, So here's what this is going to do. I'll do this, and I'll kick it over to Brian. We're going to record the bonus just for the Patty family today. So the video will be up there today. But as a special Doug Wagner birthday gift from me to you, I am going, we, I have made the decision to gift you all in honor of me turning 37. I have decided to gift you all this bonus the same day that, uh, the same day that we're going to release this episode. So cheers. Such a gracious, such a gracious white. (laughs) Did you just call me a gracious white? He, He did. He did. Uh, he did. <laughs> uh, uh, such a, I guess. Such a, <laughs> thank you, gracious wife. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I like I don't even know. Brian, I, hit us not, with that intro, my brother. What should they do about social? This motherfucker told me, "Hey, I would really love it if we could do this." And I went, "I think I have a way to make it work." It was so then just, I find a way to make it work, so it, it seems was like funny. it makes sense and fun. Right. And now all of a sudden, I'm a gracious white. A, you know listen, what, Brian? It, just I need a was, break. You go, Brian. <laughs> it was. It was. You go, funny. Brian. Hey, folks, come with me on this transition, and I'm going to tell you about how you can follow us on <laughs> socials. That is at Films in Black and White on Instagram. You can go find other clips where Marcus is roasting Doug just like this. You can also check us out on Facebook. We're at Films in Black and White on Facebook. And if you want to join our Patreon, that is the best way to support us in how Marcus roasts Doug. That is patreon.com slash Films in Black and White. And you can enter one of our tiers. You can become basically one of the producers of the show. This is the best way to support this independent broadcast we are completely user funded we run the show we do not answer to another company we are not owned by a subsidiary or anything like that we don't have anybody telling us what to promote what to do what to watch so if you want to make sure this podcast stays like this make sure you go to patreon sign up for one of those tiers we'll get you in the patty family and you'll get access to those bonus episodes that we're talking about that's right. I like the Harry Tubman of independent podcasts. That's Guiding very true. Freedom. That's really right. It's just 
Really, it's the black in the black and white. Really, I Brian, told you, Brian and I are just one. here to tell. For, just, for, he, for, we're here as to allies, keep, as allies. I was Yo. gonna say we're here to like. Did you hide, know that they used to hide um, people when the they basement. used to braid like the cornrows and stuff? They used to braid the maps into the hair. That's how like I actually to, didn't know like, that. Um, I also did not know that they used to sometimes like braid the path in in braid. That's like braiding the design of the map or the directions would be in the braid. Happy birthday! Wow, that's. I, I, I also didn't. Harriet know Tubman was a bad motherfucker. If you didn't read up on Harriet Tubman, yes. yeah. Harriet Tubman was a bad motherfucker. She deserves know. to be on the twenty dollar bill. Like yeah. she just like five man. years ago. Yeah. Oh, like she she took like a like a flipping like artillery round or something to the head. Yeah. She yeah. survived. She oh was a scout. God. Yeah, she, she was, was gangster out for the she Union. Was like, huh. She has like she was a spy. All right. I want to say that she has like a confirmed. Man, I don't. I, I want to look this up, but I mean, she has a service record with the United States Union mm-hmm. Army. Okay, like she was All one right. of the first right. women right. combatants, essentially, to serve in a military yeah, role. So she's 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 that Super. she's that Dude, she's am, she's one I'm of them. About Not for fake. Not for I'm, play play. She and yeah, she was with it. I'm all yeah. about this. But yeah. in order to make sure this is great, I hope we get more of these little gems of information throughout the episode today. But Marcus J. No. Destin, <laughs> aka Cam Newton Energy, uh, yeah. or what looks like Cam Newton Orgy. Uh, wow. how you feeling, sir? Whatever you're into. Listen, I'm here, I'm alive and in living color. We're gonna oh. have a good pod today. If you don't know what Cam Newton energy is, go look up the video of him manhandling six motherfuckers that tried to jump him. Okay. Cam Newton is six five two forty plus. And some dudes tried to jump him at a football wreck camp that he was throwing. What? And he put one in a headlock, manhandled the other one, slung the other one down. It was a beautiful video. All oh that to say, God. if you fuck with me, I'm on my Cam Newton energy. Wow. Uh, no, noted. Noted I, for like, today. I, I just need you to say watch the video. Loud. I need to say That's... aloud, like that in no multiverse does that seem like a good idea of like that's cam newton let's get him like no. absolutely not no. i'm literally gonna run the other way that is no. i want no part of that no. like that, that just... big mother he was running through big linemen like in his prime was like now he's like got grown man weight you know what i mean because he's not in the nfl anymore but this motherfucker is huge just off rib i don't know if y'all remember him well, at all well and he's oh. still been training because yeah. he's yeah. way yeah. Whether this is a pipe dream or not, I'm not commenting. This isn't footballs and ba- football and, and black and white with with Doug and Marcus and Brian. Like this is so Very specific. But he like he's been training because I think he's always been mm-hmm. under the impression like I'll at least have a backup job somewhere. He'll be ready, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's not like this is not some dude that's like been sitting on his couch and is out of shape. Mm-hmm. Like this man is ready to go. So that was a <laughs> poor decision. <laughs> you know what fucks me up. Oh, oh, go ahead. Well, with the, just what fucked me up was Shannon Sharp was talking about the video today on first take, and Shannon Sharp says Cam Newton is bigger than him and solid. And oh I said, God. What? So I, I guess he means it. taller than him and just more solid. Oh and I'm like, Well, oh if God. that's the goddamn comparison, y'all obviously fucked up. I mean, you look at this guy, you look at any of his Auburn tape, he is a one man army. Like, mm-hmm. he he's a bulldozer. Like, yeah, like that. he's I, like that. Why? Like, why? Why would you I do mean, this to yourself? I tell you I what, don't know. Egos, man, don't let that ego get your ass whooped. But anyway, man. Brian Roush, how are Hello. you feeling, my brother? I, I'm feeling good to be here. This is AKA, like. 
rumored to be rumored. merging with Paramount Plus. Uh, yes, the I, I I am not going to confirm or deny the rumors. I may be merging with Paramount Plus. Uh, we'll okay. get more into that later. Did you tell your um, wife? <laughs> I did. I did. She's uh, MTV Plus. Yeah, she's uh, she's unsure, but uh, she's letting me kick the tires on Paramount Plus. It might be a it might be a three a three person situation. I'm not really sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, between you and Maggie and Paramount Plus, well, I'm having the lawyers look at it. This is a, you know, I'm not confirming <laughs> or denying anything. Um, I just want to see what my options are to merge. So many questions, uh, with Paramount Plus, you know, there's so just a lot questions. of risk for me, uh, as a, yeah, as a living TV channel. Okay, I mean, I Maggie get her own, home. I mean, Maggie would get her own crafting show. I would think yeah. at the very least, which yeah, is it, win, which is a win for everybody. I mean, a solid eight. Eight episode type reality. The hard part about the hard part about being in a throuple, I would imagine, is if the other two fall in love more with each other. Oh, yep. Oh, that's always my concern. Like it's a group of three. Like that's eventually going to happen. Like shout out to Tessa Thompson because I'm assuming that's what happened (laughs) to to her and Rita Ora and Takawatiti. She's a real one, but uh, um, but yeah. Anyway. Uh yeah, I'll cover that in news later. But no, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good because this is the first time I've been like a hundred percent healthy in about three and a half weeks. So I'm feeling really good to be with my guys. I I I'm healthy. I'm not coughing. I don't I don't have any weird great. stomach thing happening. It, it's great. It's love great. Proud of you. I'm so, so proud of you. It probably means I'll be sick next week, but I'm gonna enjoy <laughs> my time. Yeah, more while I have it now. Okay. Yeah, more than likely. But but yeah, Doug, okay. how are you doing? Weird cookies as your um, I'm I'm doing real great. Uh I weird cookies, huh? I'm tired, I you guess guys. So. Like I'm just I don't know what it is. <laughs> this weekend has been a battle. Uh Harrison and I were butting heads earlier today. So I have I have a yeah. I had two like just dad things that happened to me. The first is mm-hmm. I've been fighting with them about new foods at dinner time, which yep. has been yep. a war of attrition. Um, whoever, <laughs> whichever one can outlast <laughs> the other one. Um, I'm winning. I'm winning so far, but it's close. It's taking um, a toll on you. I can tell it really is. Um, and then the other thing is Harrison tonight asked me like why we why we have to get old which was like the oh. heaviest which was why which is like the heaviest question i've ever received Yo. ever he, and oh. i think i handled it pretty well okay. okay my explanation was i got like super scientific i was like well buddy we're all made of atoms and from yep. the minute our atoms are created they're just that's a lot of wear and tear and they get bigger and they grow with us but kind of like an old car they eventually sort of stop working and i said oh man but then i said but that's the way it's supposed to be like nothing is supposed to last forever like it's just that's just how, how it goes and i wow. expected tears i expected what and i was like yeah. does that make you scared or nervous he was like nope that makes sense back to magnetiles <laughs> yeah hang yeah. on i gotta build this sick hold on hold, hold, hold on Hold, hold on. There's a gem that I'm making out of blue yeah, and red magnetiles. Thanks clearly. for the explanation about the mortality of life. But if I don't make this house out of magnetiles, you know, my whole world is going to be in trouble. So, not to make it dads in black and white, but like that's the thing about kids that I'm, I'm continually always mm-hmm. just in awe of. Like, I really do feel like kids are way more forgiving than you think they are, and they're way more capable of understanding super nihilistic yeah. concepts like death. 
Um, yes. Like just, just Damn. they really, they really are. And you think as a parent, these conversations are going to be like, there's a fire and you have a glass of wine and your child comes there and it's like, father, papa, tell me about the whims of mortality. And you're like, Oh, I have this deep conversation. I'll tell you all about the travails of, uh, you know, like how you live. And no, that's like not how it is. It's ever. Not. You're like losing your mind. It's loud. You're overstimulated. You're trying to load the dish. Or you're you ta- trying to take a shit by yourself. And <laughs> yep. one of them yep. walks in and was yep. like, hey, so why do we die? And you're like, yep. I'm trying to make it through <laughs> this experience. And this is the conversation. That's exactly so- it. Yeah, is, that, like, is that the setting of the conversation? That no, 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 no. This was, he was playing Magna Tiles oh, okay. and yeah. I was um, doing the dishes. Like, and he yeah. like, <laughs> I feel like it's the kitchen. Over. <laughs> it, it, it's something about the kitchen that makes it a safe space for them. They're like, oh, if like this goes south, like he's already doing something yeah. so I can just yeah. leave. Yeah. But then, yeah, you were like, I can't get this stain out. And then your kid's like, am I going to die? And you're like, what? No. So yeah, it was uh, it was a lot. Great conversation, no. awesome. but it's a lot. My Chiron yeah. comes from a repeat yeah. offender on my Facebook ads. So be careful. This is. I want to make Caution. this very clear. I think Facebook is listening to me and listening to this podcast. I, I so don't disagree. To 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 let you all a little bit know about how the sausage is made, I record this podcast on my work computer because the camera is better because you need to see this face it's in beautiful. as high devil dev, like as high resolution as possible professor x this, greatness this beard should come in crisp is it because i'm bald that you said that brian yes it is 100 percent. because funny. we got stephanie williams coming next that's, week that's oh, true. Right. we do um but i know i'm not the only one cooking dude uh, <laughs> i you both you are um and so <laughs> i like will be scrolling through facebook in the like you know in between meetings or like right when I get back from lunch, I'm trying to digest my turkey sandwich. And I got an ad about a few weeks ago that was for a Star Wars themed burlesque show called the Empire Strips Back. And it's not like it showed up once and then like went away. It shows up every fucking day this thing shows up and i have been shy about asking brian about it because my fear is brian's gonna think i'm some sort of like demented pervert and like i'm not not. so (laughs) okay and now marcus is gonna say some shit because this is the other reason why I didn't want to say anything. Because he was gonna go, "What are you doing looking at that at work?" Like that anything. was gonna be. You were about to give me. I didn't say 80s, anything. You were about to give me the '80s glasses lower look at me through the top anything. of your glasses, and I know, like, yeah, I know how this is gonna work. I was letting. I was letting later. My great white hope get his nope. bit off. <laughs> I was letting this gracious white. Why is that my nickname? <laughs> Brian's wow. white too. I am. I am. Um, um, Brian's got yeah. a lot of hope. <laughs> <laughs> Should have used the cough button for that. I couldn't catch it in time. But uh, Brian, Brian is full of hope. 
I, Brian, I just anyway. No, can you explain about? Can you explain about his cookies, man? What's going on with them cookies? Well, I, look, I look, look. I'm the tech guy. Look, I, I yes, like part of my job, I work with tech. I and I talked with Doug about this. I can't figure out why your work computer is picking up the the Empire Strips Back burlesque show. Um, but I mean, uh, in all honesty, I, people are like, Facebook's not listening to you. That would take so much stuff, and it's like, eh. No, I don't really think is. so. They could just do keywords like they've never confirmed it or denied it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think with those types of cookies, it's like what you search because the Google search will uh-huh. share that stuff and Facebook will share it with Facebook uh-huh. Pixel because that pixel will follow you around. But yeah, true. Yep. if you're using two completely different browsers, mm-hmm. one for work, one for, uh, mm-hmm. you know, personal, I, I wouldn't think it would make that jump. But but I mean, we say things like Star Wars ass, which is fine. <laughs> like we say that true. out loud. I mean, so someone is listening. I also feel like the Star Wars burlesque show is such a wide net and they've had so much success that I feel like they're just like anyone literally 18 to 49 who has ever said anything mm-hmm. about space. Advertise it to them. Mm-hmm. Done. Yep. yep. Are they a, not are they a dude that's into Star Wars? Show yeah. them this. Yeah, that's, pretty much. that's true. Pretty much. That's true. Like that net is so wide. Like it's when the show wide. came to Chicago, my uh, my my best friend's wife was like, "Oh yeah, I got an ad for it too." Like I mean, like it. Okay, it good. Was so it's good. not. It's not just me, which is I, which is no. great. No, okay, good. that's good. No, and I, th- no I, felt, I wouldn't think I felt, att- some type of... <laughs> I felt attacked by being some sort of like weird Star Wars sexual deviant. No, I was like, I "Hey, Facebook, quit with the judgments and assumptions." Look, I don't think you're some kind of deviant. Honestly, I think it's pretty like vanilla as far as stuff goes. I mean, like I, I was a kid that grew up in the early 2000s AOL. Like that was the Wild West. And there was some <laughs> weird stuff there that I definitely should not have seen as a Brian, kid. We but... all know what ASL uh, right. with a question like, mark means. Just a whole generation. Of like so large. <laughs> no, it's age, sex, no. location. That oh, was a, that was that a was real yeah. question. That <laughs> was a real question. It, That's right. It was like general chat too. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like in wow. special chat rooms. It hey, was well, who, like... hey, my name's Doug. Oh, hey, Doug. ASL question mark. That was just how people and you were talking. So, and you were talking about like chairs. Like yeah. that's just how shit worked. Wow, I did not know that. Just okay. In the chat, people want to know: Are you going to go see the show, Doug? That's, I mean, that no, because the other thing is that my work computer thinks I'm in Denver, so it keeps showing me shit. Oh my gosh, that's so so funny. So so to be honest with you, that's probably more why I get it than anything, honestly, because it's in Denver and my time zone thinks that that's where I am. That South Dakota is a little bit conservative to be showing you burlesque, like yes, yes, South Dakota, South Dakota would just. I have one. La- you got one layover in the Denver Denver airport, and suddenly they just think that's where you live. So <laughs> that's, that's how my that's how my Tinder works. Yeah, yeah. Where does it think you are? I just uh, wherever the last place that I was. Uh, <laughs> that's in a layover. Hey, you so. want to see these honeys from Phoenix, Arizona? I was there no. for five minutes. I well, that's no, not that's not a thing I want to see. Traveling to go see them, so no, I'm not I don't want to do that. I have an an obnoxious question after catch that quotable for you all, but it's very personal. So if you don't want to answer it, we'll just say live on air. We don't want to answer it, but I have an intriguing question. Okay. Okay. Uh, Well, we got to get to catch that quotable, y'all. We got to do it. I want to catch it. Catch that quotable. The silky sound. Also, Marcus J. 
Shout out to Bubbler. Bubbler, I love you. And ain't another bubbly above you. Shout out to you, baby. <laughs> Make sure to sign up for me. Patreon so you can see Doug's face. Hit me. I told y'all I was on chaos. I told y'all. I Amazing. warned you. Amazing. I just Go don't on, need it. I just don't need it from both of you. Um, are you ready for this week's quote? Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. <laughs> oh, I don't think I'm a lot dumber than you think that I thought that I thought that I was once. Oh, fuck. I know. Fuck. I, I know this way. just from reading oh, it. You know this one? Okay. Yeah, I know good, it. Good, 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 um, good. Oh, I don't think. Oh, I don't think I'm a lot dumber than you think that I thought that I thought I was once. Give me a hint, dude. Give me give me like one hint. Give me a year. You know, you know, like the year the movie. Oh was. Jesus! When uh, was that? Or range? Uh, Just a range. Uh, like two thousand four to like two thousand seven. Damn, I'm not dumber than I'm not. It's not dumber and dumber the sequel. Actually, it no. might be dumber and dumber the sequel. Actually, it might be. What's the one? What's the newest one where they found out he had a daughter? Dumber, dumb and, dumb and, dumb and dumber. dumber. Dumb and oh my dumber. gosh! Yeah, I'm, my guess is gonna be dumb and dumberer. Okay, Brian, I man, I uh, I don't feel good about this. Oh I, no! Like it's... Or is it dodgeball? Damn! Yeah, yeah, I'm locking in dodgeball. dodgeball. It is. Do- it is dodgeball. dodgeball. I don't okay, need. To, I don't need. To, it is dodgeball. Yeah, okay, good. Dodgeball. Yeah, good, yeah. Because yeah. immediately after I heard what Marcus said, I was like, "No one makes me bleed my own blood." Yeah, and so that's exactly yep. my memory. Yep. yep, yep, yep. So this is dodgeball, uh, a true underdog Woo-hoo! story, said by Ben Stiller's character <laughs> White Goodman. <laughs> oh, Roman, no, Roman, Roman. My name is a hint, and his name is Throne Wrench. Well, if you can dodge a ball, <laughs> you, you can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a wrench. Well, that was a good one. That was the first time we got that. We got been a while since we've gotten through that so quickly, and we weren't also trying to prove a point. Um, And we made fifty dollars off of it. We're up to we're up to fifty. We're up to fifty. Up to fifty. Up to fifty. Um, Marcus, you had a deeply personal question that you wanted to ask us before we started. So, what do you got? I'm gonna set the field here a little bit. Remember, okay, Mm -hmm. before you all had multiple children, and your wives love you dearly. Oh boy! All right. When we were, we all grew up nerds for the most part. Nerdy for the most part. Is that Mm -hmm. fair? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. What was the first? This is very. (laughs) I don't know if you want to share this on here. We all felt nerdy up to that point until we got some bun, some ass, right? Until we had sex, made love for the first time. Wow. All right. The the feeling after. Okay. The feeling. (laughs) Stick with me here. The feeling after, right? The first, your first time, and in in our nerdy selves, right? <laughs> what was your first thought? You know what I mean, like, you, you know what I mean, like that moment is such a big shift in everything. Of like, out of for me, I'll speak for me. It was like I never thought it would be me, like me, like that just happened to me. Like I'm the motherfucker that I mean, was just watching. Yeah, there's like, a sense mean? of like, there was a sense of incredulousness that was like yeah. there of like a sense of like, oh shit, that like just happened. Like yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause you gotta wake up and you still wake up the nerdy self, but now you're the nerdy self that like had sex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, 
but there's I mean, something that changes. But you're you talking about like, like the week after. I mean, like the week after, I was like, wow, that's yeah. Like you had some time that pass. Ha- that happened. Yeah. Yeah, not immediately after, but like when you had some time to think on it, you're still playing Dungeons and Dragons. You're reading a comic book, and then you just have a flashback. And playing, you're like, playing Magic the Gathering, oh, tapping. See what mana. I'm saying? You yep. see, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That's right. And tapping so you mana. have that moment of like, oh shit, yeah, <laughs> hit, 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 hitting my hitting my friend's planeswalker for some damage. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> you just <laughs> very specific, but you're like, you just like, oh fuck that. That that happened. Like, I'm gonna yeah, tap oh, wow. this mana because I just tapped that. Yep, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I should no, no, I shouldn't have bought it up. Not, you, that's, this it is up. what happens. That's, I should have bought it up. That's on me. <laughs> that's my fault. Because Brian has gotten quiet and Doug said I just tapped that mana, so I added because I tapped that ass. That's that, that's what they said. I should have bought it up. Let's move on. Let's move on to our first news piece. I shouldn't I shouldn't ask my friends an intimate question live on a podcast with no warning. Well, Marcus, it, you know, Roman, if he's not going to specify, then I'm going to just keep going. Thank you. I because did, Ro- thank you, Roman. Because Roman goes, he asked how you felt, not a play-by-play. That's, That's all I asked for, Roman. Thank you. Brian, Anyways. do you have anything to contribute? Well, I, so I won't I won't answer the question directly on air, but I will say that throughout most of my childhood, like I was not in a relationship. Like mm-hmm. it like mm-hmm. that was just me. And even if it didn't really none of that stuff really connected like even matter, just the relationship right? aspects mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. it until like my senior year, really, of high school. Um, and it was like this weird validation thing of just like, I don't know. I just saw so many images in media and other stories where it was just like, Mm -hmm. these people don't like have relationships or like, it's very hard for them. And then like, after I was Mm -hmm. in a relationship senior year, it was like, oh, like I can be in a relationship and someone actually like cares about me for me. And I can still love talking about, you know, the specifications of X-Wings and how many laser cannons they have and, like, all, like, this weird stuff. And it was a weird self-validation thing for me. And, and, it, it and that's what I that's what I wanted. That's oh. that's right. That's really the moment right there. Is like, okay. I that see moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what you... <laughs> Doug laughs. He leaves. Bring your ass back in here. I Doug. see how this goes. Going? I see how it is. That's what I wanted. Well, then Bring fucking your... you no, can have it then. That's not what I was saying. I only... Act... That's kind of the, the, the premise of why I asked, because I was thinking of it of, like, I was watching these movies, right, this weekend of Don't Be mm-hmm. a Menace, and then obviously I ended up down a rabbit hole of, like, mm-hmm. watching Pootie Tang, and then watching Blank Man, oh, and then wow. watching... Um, you know, everything Wayne's bros. And I realized for me, a lot of my sense of humor came from watching these shows. A oh, lot of sure. what I mm-hmm. find funny came from like that Dave Chappelle era, Wayne's era, mm. all of that. But mm. then I started thinking about like the relationships that I had and the relationships that I was in at the time. And I was like, man, it felt good to be to know I was still this nerdy kid that didn't just switch up on everything after oh, sure. like life mm. happened. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's a lot of people that wouldn't tell you, excuse me, like wouldn't tell you that this is their sense of humor, would be ashamed of it. Then I was like, well, no, I was never ashamed of it. Like, I would gladly tell people, like, is this movie appropriate now? Probably not. <laughs> but, man, you know, that's what it was at the time. But then yeah. I started thinking about, like, I appreciate the fact that I was with somebody. And then I started thinking about this part of, like, being able to share in a space where you can mm. still just be you. Yeah. And then I appreciated having somebody that I could, like Brian said, you know, you have these happenings happen and then mm-hmm. you can still be yourself after the fact. 
And I was just curious as to what that looks like for y'all, because Brian's right. The images, what's displayed, a lot of this movie had me reflecting on like my childhood and a lot of like mm -hmm. my culture and my people and like what the sure. pressures are and all that other stuff. So it was just a question that I just had about it was a real roundabout way to get there. But like usually sex for guys, for cis gendered straight men mm -hmm. and nerdy guys is just very it's different. You know what I mean? Like, well, and I, that's like a shifting or a tilting point for a lot of people of how they act and how they move. And I would, say, sure. I, I would, I would say to kind of, <clears throat> to kind of boost what Brian said, I mean, I would say relationships in general for <laughs> yeah. folks for the majority of their, you know, late middle school, high school days felt like they were on the yeah. fringe, like yeah. finally <laughs> getting the one thing that, you know, everybody else seemed to have, but you somehow eluded you. That's a good way was, to put it. Was, is it, so validating whether mm -hmm. that's a physical relationship or not you know everybody makes different choices for themselves so like for me it, it like when i got to college and i was in, i had my girlfriend for the first time and that was the type of relationship we had yeah that was very validating mm -hmm. um it's also like reflecting back on it i think movies particularly can be hard when you don't have media literacy to back yes. them up because 100%. you start to think you start to think that the trends and things that you see mm -hmm. just as relationships by themselves yep. and what people do for love you start to it starts to go like oh no 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 that's that's what a relationship is but mm -hmm. then you start to think about it and you actually get into one and you're like that was not even remotely close yeah, that's oh, not right that's so, so it's yeah. not a fit it's a complete fiction so mm -hmm. like i think that's what's hard right because yes. you're right like that's a great point because it always felt like i remember when i was younger when i was in like middle school high school feeling very alone and feeling all because i was always the third wheel i was always the third fifth yeah, seventh same. odd mm -hmm. man out of like you all are going on a date. Yeah, Doug's going to come with because that's what you do when you're in high school. Mm -hmm. You date like yeah. you and your significant other go with other people to do things. It's a very weird. weird stage in life. It's a very weird stage. Very strange. Um, yeah. You don't actually do anything by yourself. You just go do things together with other people. In po in pockets. And then they happen to sneak yeah. off and go kiss and do other stuff while y'all are. <laughs> and then it's they just leave. Very weird. Yeah. It's you very drive weird. there together, but you're mostly hanging out with other people. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so, but I remember all of my friends were like in committed relationships or that's what they were talking about, who they thought was attractive, who they were going to yes. ask out. And 100%. it was always like, you know, like, but again, that was over a game of mm -hmm. fa fantasy Warhammer or it was over yeah, a game it... of magic of us talking about what we wanted in a girlfriend and things like that. So I think it's a very validating Man. thing when you finally get in that relationship. And I think yeah. that that's the difference for me is mm -hmm. I was not playing um those mm -hmm. kind of games with the people in the crowd that i was in because yeah. that wasn't the norm right and so oh, like sure football you know i was playing football i was in choir like that kind of stuff you know state mm -hmm. choir all that kind of stuff that was like my thing but really playing football and sports and so the conversations are clearly more different and animated oh, to say yeah. the least and the pressures <laughs> are a little bit more just there to do those things so of course you don't share that nerdy side but then I just remembered my one friend Malik is the one that put me on to these kind of TV shows and this kind of media. Yeah, and without right. him, I never would have fallen down this realm of, oh, yeah, that's understanding parody, understanding oh, it's yeah. making fun of a thing and understanding this thin line of and we'll talk about it more in the thing of like there was a very serious moment I had yeah. of watching this movie. 
uh, Don't Be a Menace in South Central while sipping your juice in the hood is the movie that we're reviewing in the bonus. But and it's yeah. a parody about black exploit black exploitation and black trauma films and things yeah. of that mm-hmm. nature, right? And it's a very thin line of being yeah. understood. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't know how 100%. to I, sex is where it started, but then it really boiled down to like, man, I really appreciate it after I had that first moment that the person I was with understood my nerdiness at its core because it could have gone in a different direction that would have put me down a different path of like, oh, no, 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 that's not cool. She hates that. I'm not going to ever look at this type of media again and could have changed right. the trajectory of. Yeah everything that i actually love right now does that make sense yeah i just 100%. thought about that very thin line that you walk of like our lives could have gone a completely different direction just off of one yeah. thing you know what i mean like one moment Absolutely. one de- a decision right a like decision. a decision or, or, like a, or a, a perception. series of choices yeah you know what i mean like somebody's outside perspective uh, like perspective being like oh my god you like that i can't believe you did that I slept with you. I mean, that is I, so nerdy and it could change everything. I mean, honestly, I wish I had a podcast like this growing up because oh, yeah. being able to hear three dudes right. who like they like they have jobs, they have hobbies, they have <laughs> lives, like it's not hopeless. Like they took it with them and it right. made them who they are and it's a part of them and it's not something they're like fighting or hiding or like right. they have to suppress right. or something like that. Um, like, I feel like that's, I, I didn't have that growing up at all. Like I, I had American pie. Like that was like, yeah, oh, anyway, yeah, this is yep, what teenagers yeah. are doing nowadays. And I was like, this is not good. like, it's a funny movie, but like, yeah, I cannot that, relate that's not like literally all. any of yeah. this. Like, and you know, like, <laughs> yeah, <mother's laughs> we got the chat asking. Um, <laughs> honestly, honestly, Roman, yes, but you got to find out in the pod in the bonus episode why that's a yes. Pootie Tang had much more of an impact on me than I thought it did. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> okay. Um, the last thing I'll say is this: I think, I, I think it's really easy. I think what I've always been really appreciative of is that the people that I hang out with his friends like even at high school like there was always like a through line Mm -hmm. and the through line was they always tried to make fun of they always made fun of me when i tried to be something other than myself does Mm -hmm. that make sense sure so Mm -hmm. like my group Mm -hmm. of friends in high school if you were like oh i'm gonna go hang out with the cool kids they would have given you my friends would have given me a hard time there would have been jokes they would have been if i said that there was a date they would have found out where we were going they would have tried to like you know like that's just the people that they were. <laughs> and yeah. that's who I've chosen to affiliate myself with now. People who like, if I tried to be, when I made a joke about tapping this and then tapping that, there wasn't like a, Oh yeah, he did. It was like, shut the fuck up. Like there was <laughs> I, and this I knew sort exactly of, what you were talking about. You know what I mean? Like there's that, there's that sense of like, like everybody, I think it's yeah. important to surround yourself with folks who are going to encourage and support you to be like that's fundamentally the most important thing and that's brian i completely agree i wish i had like a podcast like this when i was absolutely agree absolutely agree so yeah no thanks for answering my random question absolutely uh brian want to kick us off with your first piece of news 
Yes. Hello. My news broke last week, but we covered Madam Web. So you know how that went. Uh, we have a lot of other time for things. So basically, uh, this has kind of been in the swirl of things. So the Wall Street Journal broke the news last week that Comcast and Paramount have been in recent talks about a potential streaming partnership. And that could basically see Paramount Plus and Peacock being offered to subscribers as a package deal. Now, if you've been following mm. Paramount, this is a very interesting saga. Bloomberg did a piece about a week ago talking about how Paramount, it's in bad shape, folks. That's the executive summary here. <laughs> Paramount, rough. Yeah, things are real bad over at Paramount. Um, it's it's not great. Uh, it's, it's, it's looking pretty grim to the point now, this is from the Bloomberg article. Um, we can we can link it back. But essentially, uh, they have this reporting that's saying that there are people interested in buying Paramount because the value is going down because Paramount Plus mm -hmm. hasn't been able to hasn't been able to make a profit. Essentially, there's a whole long, sad story of how they got there. It involves Showtime. It involves really bad management some bad bets. Some people keeping the business maybe longer than they should have because of family <laughs> Highs. Um, I also learned that Netflix and Paramount back in like 2018, I think is what the date was. They looked at possibly merging and looking back at that now, it's just kind of bonkers that that they didn't take advantage of that, knowing where Netflix is now. So going back to this current news, essentially Paramount is essentially looking at all the suitors is what this boils down to. HBO, or I'm sorry, Max. Max has been uh, looking at buying Paramount wholesale. And now we have Comcast looking at at least merging their service, uh, Peacock, with Paramount Plus. So uh, <laughs> if you're watching on our live stream, we got the the moving Chiron going that cable. It's back, baby. So that's my news. It seems that Paramount Plus is looking for a dance partner. And right now it looks like it's going to be the Peacock. Brian, I have a question. This doesn't seem to insinuate – does the article say that they're going to get access to all of their IP as well? So essentially, it, the the technical language is that it would be a streaming partnership Got it. that okay. would be offered to subscribers as a package deal, and it would make accessing the two platforms at the same time comparatively cheaper because it would only be one subscription. Got it. Okay. Then yeah. I think that, I mean, to be honest with you, sad times for Peacock, but it's good for the consumer because it's one less yeah. thing that you have to subscribe to. So it does eliminate yeah. a streaming service. <laughs> I, I mean, the, the cost will be really important to watch as to what yeah. that will be. The for reason sure. why I asked the IP question is because mm -hmm. Peacock has all, I mean, sorry, Paramount has all of that normal, like all that, like individual programming, like Yellowstone Yes, um, eighteen eighty three, nineteen twenty three, the Yellowstone universe, the Yellowstone universe. <laughs> it has all of the Nickelodeon stuff, past, present, That's and right. future. So if you yeah, think about, like, when I was thinking about the IP, I was like, "Shit, you're gonna send that over to Universal, and now mm -hmm. Universal has all of it." Like, That's and that's smart. just that's a really it big bundle of ip to suddenly yeah. have and can now be a real competitor to things like disney and so on and so forth mm -hmm. so yeah I agree. interesting i mean man I, you know we kind of i don't want to kiss our own ass but okay. i do feel as if 
and y'all can correct me if I'm wrong in all seriousness. I feel like we mentioned this when we first heard Paramount and Peacock were starting their own streamers. And then we had a conversation a couple months yeah. later once they were out about mm -hmm. there wasn't enough content on both of them to be yep. two separate apps. Yeah, yep. we did. Um, we did that in our full, I think it was the, the state of streaming, to be state honest. State of streamers right. last year, I want to say. Yep. So we, we had already predicted that The Office, and this is not a slight, that things like The Office and Office Plus and Fast and Furious weren't enough <laughs> to yeah. like mm -hmm. hold no. over a no. streaming service. I don't I don't even remember the last time I opened Peacock because it's the same rotation of movies and then it's those weird yeah. C and D movies that they do copycats of like Pacific Rim. You know what I mean? Right. Like right. Yeah. So we we predicted this and now Disney and Hulu is combined together. Mm -hmm. Paramount and Peacock looks like it could be combined together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like it's cheating if HBO Max somehow slides in there and picks up Paramount <laughs> because HBO and Nickelodeon, I mean, that's, you're right, Doug. That's a lot of IPs. That's I, a lot of IP. I, I feel like if, so it looks like the strategy right now is that if Zaslav and company over at WB Max, if they're going to do a partnership with Paramount Plus, they want, they want all of it. Um, so yeah, that's, and, and they probably ugh. don't want to let go of their IP in order to be, no. they want to be able to retain some of those rights. I mean, and that's why that won't happen. I don't think Max is in the position that Peacock is in. Like Max is fine. Like they're, mm -hmm. they're doing just fine. And yeah. I feel yeah. like Peacock and, and Paramount plus are these two people at the bar at the end of the night. And they're like, well, I'm not, I'm, I'm feeling like a five. I'm not going to not gonna get better than a six here so i better i better find find somebody to do something with and i feel like that's where we're at here is that they know they need to make a move and i mean paramount plus is like fighting for their life you get it for free if you sign up for walmart plus i don't know if people know that but basically it's that's like true. walmart you do like you go to walmart and sign up for their whatever service they have you just get paramount plus free um which is just i don't know like it's it's entering this weird it's the yeah. it's the it's the equivalent of Amazon's like you get a streaming service yep. with your shipping service. It's just yes. it's now you get a streaming service with your groceries. But, like, and the funny thing about that's how it works. And the funny thing about it is just like Paramount Plus from a material from a material standpoint and a show mm -hmm. standpoint, it's just too little too late because like yeah, they didn't make enough original content and that stuff is super expensive to make and there's mm -hmm. just there's no money for them left in it like they made they made the i mean they just didn't make the right call when streamers like started started having dominance which is making sony look look like one of the smartest in the bunch right now basically oh, yeah having all this stuff go to netflix i think six months nine months after it's in theaters right. like it's committed it's done they netflix is the biggest one of the market share right now so yeah anyway uh a deal might Wild be times. coming your way soon to log in to peacock and paramount plus at the same time, wild, wild times. It's very interesting with the CBS football stuff to mm -hmm. sports. Like, yep, them getting a hold of that could. I'm surprised that that didn't boost their whatever. Um, because they do a lot of those Nickelodeon games, they yep. do a lot of that. You mm -hmm. know, I don't know if that's exclusive, but I know to stream the Super Bowl, we stream the Super Bowl through Paramount, yep. right? Yeah, yeah we well, did. and yeah. that was the other reason that they went really hard in the paint. To like tell people about Paramount Plus, to tell people to go to Paramount Plus because they knew they had 125 million whatever people watching, 
Now this this was going to be it. Um, but what else are they watching after the game is over? You know what I mean? I like, mean, that's you the like thing. to watch a bunch of episodes of Young Sheldon after the game. <laughs> oh, you, no, you wouldn't. Man, <sighs> or that I mean, show the Hunter Gatherer or whatever it is he's doing, hunting people down. The guy from uh, This Is Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Halo. Halo is releasing weekly, I think, or they just finished releasing weekly, essentially. What's, what's um, but I it's only eight the, episodes. Well, and I watched the first two episodes of that. Uh, what is first Halo? three? It's based Halo? off of the video, the Xbox video game. Yeah. Oh, I heard that was dog shit. The it's, first three were. I mean, I think it's fine. It, no, I definitely. Three. I. I so just to like make it clear in the chat, my wife watched Young Sheldon after the game. We are always not the <laughs> you target know audience. I think is a good you point. Something good for her. I hope she enjoyed yeah. it. I'm glad she enjoyed Young Sheldon. You know Sheldon. what? I'm proud of her for sticking to Peacock. <laughs> that's that's a Paramount Plus. Sorry, Sheldon. Paramount Plus. It's okay. It's all right. They might merge. Who cares? Um, <laughs> they might merge. Who cares? <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. We can we can do a whole Halo like autopsy later Par- but... what was that tweet paramount peacock mount cock <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome and roman you're welcome anytime that's the type of content you can count on us here at Thompson black and white that's can I that be the aka i doubt it <laughs> i don't even mount know what cock. else you do like P-mount. paramount paramount peacock no that's not no. a p mm-hmm. mount nope that's not happening Cock mountain, bird mountain, peapot, bird. I mean, why aren't they hiring us as marketing strategists? Mountain, mountain bird, mountain bird app, mountain cock. No, that's not gonna work. Oh, just it really is. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. It doesn't. Marcus, what do you have for news, sir? Man, I don't even know where to start. There was a couple screenshots that I took that I just want to just bring up. Okay. All little bits of news that everybody bits, can just comment bits, on. As bits and bobs right. with Marcus J. Uh, one, the SAG Awards were last night. No, I don't yeah, know they were. who won. I just know Pedro Pascal got something, and he was so drunk that when he gave his speech, so I thought that was pretty cool. Good um, for him. He and he said he that. was drunk when he gave the speech, and he, you know, he got one for The Last of Us. And there was a couple other people that I liked that won as well. First piece of news that I thought was interesting via deadline, but via screen time um, on X or Twitter. The line, you either die a hero or you live long enough to become the villain. Christopher Nolan says he's plagued by that line in the dark night because he didn't write it. His brother Jonathan wrote it. He said, quote, it kills me because it's the line that resonates the most. And I thought that was very interesting wow. and a cool fun fact. You know, good for him for call, for saying that his brother wrote that. He could have easily said, like, you know what? That was me, baby. I did that. Yeah. Um, he did not. Because I'll oh, tell you what, a lot of rappers love that line. Jay-Z immediately used that line in, like, a bar in 444. Did you know what I mean? Really? Or, or, yeah, he used it in some Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Um, but I, I thought that was fire because that is a fire line from that movie that, it like, is. I think it's so original, right? Like, I don't think it's something you've as far as I know, I've never heard before. I don't think they quoted it from something else. So, but it, I, I don't know. It's just one of those that goes down in history. Aaron Eckhart's delivery of it, though, I feel it's like incredible. should be mentioned too because it's it's such a grim, dark movie, and he and he mm-hmm. says the line at like this wonderfully highbrow restaurant, like as he's buttering his bread and he's got a jovial face on, and 
knowing he turns into Two Face, just mm, the innocence of of him. To, Aaron Eckhart deserved more um, from yeah. The Dark Knight, and honestly, steals the show. Like I know we talk about um, we talk about the Joker, right? Sure, and we, and we talk about uh, Heath Ledger. Thank you. We talk about Heath Ledger because you know he absolutely killed it. But Aaron Eckhart is like is like that in The Dark Knight. Like I yeah. think The Dark Knight for me is above um, the third one. Well, I forgot what the name of the third one is. Right, rises, rises. Yeah, Dark Knight rises. I think that one. I think it goes. Actually, it's number one. I think it's <laughs> the Dark Knight. Then I think it's the Dark Knight rises, and then I think it's Batman Begins. That's my. Ooh, okay. All right. We'll, we'll talk about okay. that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's me. All right. The second <laughs> one. Are we ready? We're ready. Dennis Villanueva yeah. yeah, says movies have been corrupted by TV because. Quote, I'm not interested in dialogue at all. Pure images and sound. That is the power of cinema. Quote, frankly, I hate dialogue. Dialogue is for theater and TV. I don't remember movies because of a good line. And that is via the times.co.uk article. Dennis Villanueva, director of um, uh, the second Sand movie, Doom 2. Thoughts? Huh. Um... <laughs> dropped his head. So, any thoughts? I mean, they are I, I, I just <laughs> like I look Quiet. just because just because it's on a screen doesn't mean it's the same medium, and doesn't mean that you need to constantly compare it or justify your choices as a director. I don't give a shit why you don't like dialogue. Go nuts, man. You want to make my eardrums bleed in the theater while I fuck a popcorn bucket? Go nuts. I don't give a shit. Like, I like. I just don't. Like, I, what? Like, I just. Okay, Dennis Villanueva. Cool. Thanks for telling me. <laughs> like, I... <laughs> just, you know, I don't know if it's that. I don't know if there's a beef or is everybody trying to get back to drawing a line in the sand between TV and movie stars or you know, there was one point during the pandemic, everybody was like, we want to bring, you know, there was a silver screen and then you're on the big screen. And it seemed mm -hmm. like there was this transition to have, you can have the same experience, big screen experience right from your house. And I know everybody hates streaming or whatever the case may be. But now it feels like there's a certain beef of everybody pointing the finger at each other. And I don't know where it stems from. Wait, it feels I feel like overcorrection. Go ahead, Brian. I feel like I feel like now that Marvel has kind of been knocked off the pedestal a little bit and like it's not the predominant like reigning champ, I feel like these questions are being asked to like it's kind of like streaming. I feel like streaming is now like what people comment on or like movie stars because mm -hmm. Natalie Portman also had like a quote in the wild about like my kids don't know movie stars, but they know YouTube people or whatever. And I'm like, why, why are you talking about this? And I feel like it's this is kind of in that same vein of like trying to pick on uh, like streaming or TV because we're a lot of people keep talking about how like we're in this gold we're in this golden age of TV of just really good TV, and I just I don't know I like I just don't feel like it's a dichotomy. I, I mean, you right. for cinematography it is important, and I do remember images, and images speak to me a lot as someone that right. sometimes like has a hard time understanding dialogue not not because of like complicated dialogue but being dyslexic and the way that shows up for me i don't always hear things the way that other people do so like that's yeah. why images always resonate with me more a little bit at first but like that's not to say that like 
dialogue doesn't impact me. Like I absolutely remember dialogue from flipping marriage story with Adam driver and Scarlett Johansson. Like that stuff sticks with me. I think about that, like almost every other month, like mm-hmm. in all honesty and the dialogue that they used and how those actors are acting in that space. Um, not, I don't know. Not two minutes ago. We talked about a line that from a Christopher Nolan movie, yeah, great point. A piece of dialogue mm-hmm. that has had staying power <laughs> for years. Yes. So like, I he's at you're right, Brian. Are very powerful. Like I think about like Blade Runner twenty ninety nine. Like the oh, imagery yeah. in that another Dennis Villanueva movie. Yep. Like the yep. images in that are huge. Like oh, and it conveys amazing. such a sense. But there is a certain portion of this that like. I don't know. So it's hard to drive a story. There's a reason why we've moved past the silent era of film. Right. To start doing audio because it contributes so much to like the overall experience and how we consume stories. So you're right. Like visuals are so important. And I guess you're right. Like it's some resonate with others. The job. Like it's that I kind of what I was going to say. It feels like, you know, you kind of need one without the other, not all the time, but to tell a complete story, maybe like movies are a team sport. I, right. I just, you need, you need it all. This just kind of feels like, you know what? I don't really like going on defense. You know, I <laughs> defense has ruined the game. It's just like, what? Like yeah, you need, you, you, you got to find a way to work with it. David, like, this is soccer. You have to do both. Like, I feel like, I don't know. I don't know if, if dialogue wasn't important, then they wouldn't give awards for it. They would only give awards for just how things look and how things sound. Yeah, great and that's point. just not the reality of the life we live on. It's half the job. Now, maybe he's saying that TV has, you know, kind of pushed people to think that it's there's more dialogue than what is to be expected in movies. But if anything, I would expect movies to have way more dialogue than you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not watching Doom. Maybe that's never mind. That's a whole different thing. I mean, that's a whole different thing. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. What is? I don't know. It's an interesting thing to say. I feel it feels like it's it feels like it's on purpose to get yeah. people to talk about it, but also yeah. like Dune Two's coming out. Well, he needed well, it, something. He needed something. I don't know. I don't I think. Don't he, well, here's the thing. Here's where it gets dangerous. Right? It looks like he could be right by perception alone when all the reviews for Dune are fucking fantastic so far. I, like I mean, every review yeah. I've seen has been that this movie tops itself three times over. Then you want to know something? Then my first review in a public setting will be, looks great, too much talking. <laughs> you, that sounds like such a misogynistic review you know what i mean like such a mm-hmm. like a man mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a terrible mm-hmm. review no, of it, anything. It, it feels like one of those really popular youtube channels like that it feels like that's the opening line for it, it. Like, hey uh, hey before you hit the subscribe button let me tell you my <laughs> review of dune in 30 seconds looks right. really great third too much talking now go ahead and slam that subscribe button and we'll get into the deets it's giving i can't remember which of the paul brothers said it but it was like it was like when they commented on Oppenheimer or whatever and it was just like yeah too much talking and it's just like and it went on to win several awards so it showed you exactly what the fuck we don't take reviews from the damn boxing brothers yeah yeah, I can't remember which Paul it was, but oh my god, it was that was I was embarrassed for him. Wrestler Paul, 
No. Anyway, last two bits of news for me. Let's do it. Um, there's two. Loud. Two of them are Marvel. And so, real quick shots. Brie Larson was asked about when is she returning as Captain Marvel in the MCU. Oh baby. Her response, Brian, was, "I don't have anything to say about that." Oh, she's she's filming. <laughs> she's think she's so. actively filming something. Think so. Done. A lot of people think she is done. So, like, there is no Captain Marvel three. So that's interesting. <laughs> Anyway, I'll go to my next piece of news. <laughs> Last one. Marvel Studios has reportedly removed the Serpent Society from Captain America Brave New World. The movie's final battle has also been changed throughout reshoots. And the Thunderbolts wow. has been filming. So, wow. any thoughts on any of that? So the rumor, I mean, the rumor is that the Serpent the... Society is completely out? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. okay. Yeah. Because they, they, I mean, they are going through massive reshoots right now man how bad was that movie it sounded it yeah, sounded bad pretty, the movie had it sounded really bad. bad especially with the route marvel is bad. going of less is more lately yeah and so they aren't dropping as much so i'm sure that they want to make sure whatever the fuck they're putting out is top-notch man. shit that cannot fail man i mean remember like, we were dropping movies five marvel movies in one year Woo! I mean, that was 2021, baby. It was it was Black Widow, Shang Chi, Eternal. Have you had enough? No, you haven't. It's time for Spider Man. Get in that seat. Um, God damn. I mean, here's the thing: like the Serpent Society has always been a joke, and I think it's a long running joke. And I think the joke is funny, so I would have enjoyed it. But I totally understand why they would cut it for general audiences, like because it, it probably doesn't add anything, and it. I mean, like it it's it's the butt of a joke. If you've watched Invincible, they even make fun of it. They call it the Lizard League. Like, and it's the same thing of like all these nobodies just trying to be something and it and they're not. So fascinating. Fascinating development. Yeah. If if that comes that. to pass. Well, I mean, yeah, that's it. That is really interesting. Um Look, what awesome. you got for us, brother? Here's what I got. I want to talk about Kevin Costner for a minute. Um I know him. So Kevin Costner today revealed the trailer for his big American epic, his big Western film. Um, And this is a big deal because he walked away from Yellowstone to do this movie. So if you all remember, he was a big deal on Yellowstone. I don't actually watch the show, but I've heard enough about it. Uh, He but he walked away. He was like, I'm done with Yellowstone. They're going to write me off or whatever, or I just won't be in yeah. the episodes. I don't even know what they did. Um, and it was to go and shoot this particular movie that he wrote and starred in. And I think oh. even help executive produce. So like he, he wrote is wow. yeah, pretty sure. So it is going to be a four part post civil war Western epic. So this is a four part movie. These movie, these are four separate movies that Wait, comprise. Four, there are four movies. Four mm-hmm. There are four movies oh, that are shit. going to compose this whole storyline called Horizon: An American Saga. Who um, is it? This is this is Kevin Costner. He is quoted. Um, it's going to come out. The first film is coming out June twenty eighth, followed by the second movie two months later. No. So the first one comes out June 28th. The second one comes out September 28th. Where? Comes out the in where? theaters here. What? 
in I, theaters in live living color that is where that is where I, it's going I, I, okay a really I'm good question. so curious what the strategy here is That's but wait there's more oh so he has come out he has come out and said a quote who is he doing an interview with um okay so anyway i can't let me i'm gonna read this when this is he kevin coster is quoted in this hollywood report or hollywood reporter article saying when no one wanted to make the first one i got the bright idea to make four end quote so i don't know what's wrong with me but i wanted it to step away from what we usually see in westerns where there's a town that's already there no one knows how the town came to be and the guy comes off and comes off in the horizon if you will so this whole fucking Western is going to stem from how the West is settled to bigger to then now it's established to then there's shit that happens in the town that affects everybody. I don't want to watch that in a theater. That's a great point. I also, having watched the trailer twice today, find the imagery around Native Americans oh, deeply no. troubled. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, like... I oh, no. when I think of people who can write native stories, Kevin Costner is not on my list. On list he is not. <laughs> um, motherfucker. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, like, do do what you like, I guess. But yeah, yeah, I, I would feel nervous. I would feel nervous with having Kevin Costner write native stories. Now there are. I'll give it credit. It seems like they're trying to tell the story of a native family and, and it could be are that they're they really? trying to show, it could be that they are trying to tell, they are trying to show both sides of the coin here, right? Like the expansionist yeah. mindset of those settling and those of the folks who are being settled upon who are having their land taken. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, and so it seems like maybe they're trying to tell that story from sort of type of split lens. What I can tell you, and I'll post a link to the Hollywood Report article that has the trailer. I'll post that in the show episode right. description. There's a lot of like really strong flag waving, you know, manifest destiny like level imagery that's throughout this trailer yeah. that I just when I watched it, I went, why are we still doing this? Like what, like why, like why is this, I know this story. I've read a history book. Like I, I know that we stole this land. We painted them as savages who wanted nothing more than to kill us. Like I know that that's the narrative that we tell our children. Right. Why did we need right. to put the same narrative like again in a movie? Like you didn't have any type of opportunity to do it any differently. Now that's me judging it from a two and a half minute trailer. It's very possible that there are pieces because we know how trailers are. You put your sexy parts in there. It could be that the there are other things in there, and I'm coming to a, a preconceived notion. What I am saying is, based on the trailer, this movie looks like it is a flag-waving propaganda fest. <laughs> I have no interest in watching this movie. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Which one? I mean, the first one or all four of them? All of them. I don't know where the fuck James Cameron James Cameron went off and encouraged a bunch of motherfuckers to make. First, first of all, releasing so close together is crazy in a theater. Now, if we're talking streaming, I'd be like, all right, that seems to make sense. He'd be off to a better start than Zack Snyder trying to drop one film and then waiting the whole summer to drop another film. But like, okay, cool. Like, I, maybe I can understand I mean, that. But I don't know. I, hang on. So I'm only seeing two parts right now. 
obviously that doesn't mean it. Because those but... are the first two that are going to be released. Oh my gosh. Like back. Oh gosh. Those are the first two, part one and part two. But he's on record saying that oh, there's going golly. to be four of them. I Who I guess this? I mean, I mean it it's sounds WB like... production. Yeah, it sounds it, it, it sounds like he also put up some of his own money yeah. to make this because there's a quote here where he said we have a lot of westerns that aren't good aren't good because they get too simplified but this isn't disneyland these are real lives people okay. just making people just making their way women trying to keep their families clean and fed i'm drawn to that i'm always going to keep get my gunfight but i'm drawn to the little things people had to endure oh i'm going to skip ahead he goes it was worth holding on to because it was a story I wanted to tell. And then he said, like, uh, it grew and grew and grew until suddenly I realized I just had to make it. And I had to look my look to myself financially to do it. This man sounds like he put up some of his own money to make this movie. I don't yeah. trust that quote to tell the native side of any story. No, no not at all. I mean... If that's the quote and that's your passion, I don't trust that man. Now, I don't know him from a lick of nothing, and maybe they bring in professionals, and I'm hoping they bring in experts to kind of tell that history accurately and, and have accurate mm -hmm. representation, right. but I don't trust it based off of that quote. Now, hey. here's I'm going to give you another quote. Go ahead, Brian. Okay. I'm pulling up another quote from the All right, you pull up that quote. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I This is just first looks from the trailer, and, and I watched the trailer. Like, It's very possible they tell a multifaceted story, including Native populations. That is... It is totally possible and that they could blow us away. Um, mm -hmm. I just don't I don't see that in the ingredients, but I'm not I'm I'm gonna wait for the final dish, right? Yep. I'm just saying I'm looking at the ingredients here. I'm just I, I'm a little nervous mm -hmm. about what you're gonna make. Um this he's gonna he's about to give you the quote I'm about to read is the all lives matter equivalent of no. why he made this movie. No. <laughs> I'm okay, here it is. Uh regarding the film's depiction of clashes between white settlers and indigenous people, oh, Costner no. said, quote, I'm ashamed of what happened. I don't know. I, I'm ashamed of what happened. I don't know that I'm ashamed or embarrassed, but I want to project what really happened. There was a great injustice that occurred in the West, but it doesn't minimize the courage it took for my ancestors what? To, cut, to cut loose and go there. What? No, no, did not no, not no, I am, no I am reading this no verbatim. Hand to God. I am. Re I will share my screen. Douglas, like read this, it again. Douglas, I will, read it again. Okay. Uh, well, let me share it so you know that I'm not making shit up. This let is me, bullshit. Let me, let me, I cannot I believe I can't you breathe. just said. I cannot believe he said let me, this shit. Mm -hmm, let me I, just, let I me, am, I am okay. like. You got the balls to say that? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's on record. Okay. I cannot believe yep. you said okay. that shit. Okay. I hope you, I mean, okay, here we go. I'm ashamed of what happened, but I don't know that that I'm ashamed or embarrassed. I want to project what really happened, he said. There was a great injustice occurred in the West, but it doesn't minimize the courage it took for my ancestors to cut loose and go there. And I recognize the resourcefulness it took and the bravery it took to leave and make this march across this country. I can't it's a, just a, it's just a movie that shows the class of cultures. It's our history. I love it. This uh, oh wow. This is that's that's dog shit. 
That's what that is. <laughs> hey, brother. Hey, Kevin. That's dog shit, brother. That's dog shit. And yeah, I, I can't believe you said that. Had the yeah. guts to go there. Had the guts to go there. They didn't have to. To big, up, <laughs> to big they, up your own ancestors and mm-hmm. minimize what actually happened to uh-huh. the indigenous people and the indigenous community and those that were obviously there before you. But you want to tell the story about how your people had the guts to go there. Here's, right. here's what it sounds like. Like, it's not like the, the, this is the cure. This is what the curated statement is for Pete's sake. But it, what it feels mm-hmm. like is like, yeah, there was some bad stuff that happened, but like, it's it looks cool, cool right? It's, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. That you go somewhere new and yeah. you, you you go there. Isn't that cool? Like that's what it feels like. And it's like, no, Kevin Costner, no, that's not cool. No, like no, no, it's like not said, cool. Like people were living there, man. Like and like I said, ass, no. Kevin Costner, you ass hat. Why would you say that? Do you know how many people and communities like you? In, do you? I can't believe y'all. I can't believe you said this shit. That you that we had the guts to go there and how resourceful we were to what kick people out to kill them to to rape and to pillage and to take all of their resources and and spill blood that's the shit that you were like we went there my that's my peoples and here's what I'm gonna say I encourage those who are listening watching I encourage the both of you to watch the trailer because I think what you'll end up seeing don't we don't have to see the movie but like what I think is worth watching is the trailer because I think what it highlights is that point Marcus is that okay I get it there is there is something to be said as someone who is a history major there is something to be said for accurately portraying what happened right like there is there is something there is something to be said for accurately portraying what happened however when you say on paper it's our history, but then you have a movie where you're showing people say things like these folks want nothing more than to burn everything that we have. And it's our right to be here. Like that's that's not the that is the act. That is the accurate like East, like Western way of looking at it. You didn't present the other side. That's not an accurate representation. All this you're giving me off, is the bro. same thing that I see when I read a modern history textbook, which is a whitewashed version of a of events that weren't actual reality. Not to mention, you get the privilege, right? Of, and I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Kevin Costner, you have to be on the, you got to be on the pedestal mm-hmm. to take this, right? Because you said that shit. You get the privilege of determining the history you want to tell while in other situations and in other states, they ban the history and the retelling of certain parts of history to whitewash it. They called a slave, a blacksmith in Florida and said that he got tools from that. And that it was like a fair trade in the skills that a blacksmith learned during slavery. No, they were a slave. Yes. Yes. There was language in Florida. That was language. They wanted to push. They wanted to push language that said that, um, it wasn't really slavery because they were equipped with like school tools and trade skills that that made them more successful. That makes me want to run through a brick wall. It makes me want to die. So, Kevin, yeah, you get the history of putting your own, you get the you get the Man. privilege of putting your own money up to tell the story that you want to tell of your ancestors, which you're like, whoop de doo you got to tell your history too. Uh, you know, and I get it. I, I, I will say, to be fair, you want to tell your history. I want to tell my history. You got the money to do it? Cool, because if I had the money, I would do mine. Well, I just, you, you better tell an accurate, you better do that shit right. 
Because the shit that you're saying on paper is disgusting. It, that's it's awful. That that is, and I, I don't know. That's so disrespectful. If I was, if I was, yeah, I'll just leave and, it there. And here's the last thing I'm going to say before we close this out and move move over to the bonus. I think that Kevin, you are absolutely right. It is well within your ability, given the resources that you have access to, to tell your ancestor's story. What I don't think that you comprehend with a statement like that is that there are people that are living the reality of your ancestor's story right now in the state that I reside in are living in conditions that are far substandard to even third world countries on like on Native American reservations. And they are ignored because of the decisions your ancestors made. So, yes, you're right. You have a right to tell your story. But what I think you are going to miss and what no one will gather is the implications of the story. Like, that's fine. Tell whatever story you want to tell. But we can't sit here and say, oh, that happened in a vacuum. It didn't. It never did. And it never it never will. So go ahead and tell your one sided occurrence of what happened. It's not going to capture with any measure the reality of the world that has been created as a result. Man, fuck off. Fuck that movie. I ain't watching it and it kiss my ass. Next. And then and then the, the, the gall to make it a four-part fucking movie. Like I, I mean he I would have appear- been down. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no I was gonna say he sold he's sold like a bunch of property to get to this 100 million production budget. So they spent a hundred million dollars to shoot million the dollars. First two chapters, um, and he had to self-finance it. Uh, what did he sell? I'm trying to. I'm, oh, he mortgaged real estate. So basically, he sold some houses uh, to pull together the hundred million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, there you go. Whatever. Yep, whatever. Kevin Costner. But, and it's forty-seven days between releases. Like they're not <laughs> even like they're not even Harry Pottering this. Like they're not. It's just. <laughs> It's no, they are not. Forty-seven. It's forty-seven Who's the days. Audience is my question. Like, yeah, you know, I know you audience. want this to be I mean, big. I, guess I can tell you, but you're not gonna like. I mean, it. I know who it is too. It's probably the January sixes I mean, at this point. But like, I, it, I guess it's sorry. That's very. Just, I'm just very. No, right I now. do feel like though it is. It is going to be targeted towards men between like the thirty-five and seventy demographic. Here's the thing. My mom families. loves. My mom loves westerns. Right? I do too. Lo- I love westerns. westerns. I love a good western. I love western. I love a good western too. That shit you said on paper is foul. My my. Ooh, boy. That shit you said is foul, dog. It's it's yeah. foul. Yeah. That shit, that that what you're saying well, is foul, and you didn't and, even have to say it. I feel like. Well, and you look. I mean, you look at stuff like. I mean, I, shoot. I'm totally blanking on the name. Go ahead, Doug. I was just gonna say, like it. It is. I mean, it. It's just, I don't know. I don't. I, I know who the audience is. I I know what these movies try to accomplish. I mean, you think by telling our history, it makes people aware. But I just, again, I. And, and the other like thing is, those, it wasn't as bad as you as it wasn't as bad as it's being told that it was. And, and not to mention, what are you trying to accomplish that other things haven't done? Right ostensibly better like i have been i did watch 1883 which is a part of the yellowstone universe um and that was a fantastic telling 
of how we settled the West and did a really good job of yeah. showing that dichotomy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it showed it did a very good job visually of showing the conditions of native peoples during this mass expansion sure. of native history. Sure. And you're over here being like, ah, I'm going to do it myself. Cause I can do it better. The balls on you, man. <laughs> like that's, that's a statement. Like that's, I mean, that's a lot of hubris there to be like, mm-hmm, I'm good at this and I'm better at this. Cause dances with wolves. I guess I would not feel that confidence uh, without writing it with someone from the native community. Exactly. That would be a very bold thing. Like, I just think it's a very bold thing to say when you don't have their input and you're, you're lionizing courage at the same time of saying, this is a bad thing that happened, but think about the courage to do those bad things. Again, like like I said, it was the all lives matter equivalent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The movie I was thinking of, by the way, was Unforgiven, which Mm -hmm. I feel like is a Western that gets to this idea of like, this is kind of like what it was actually like. And it's it demystifies some of these like mythological aspects of the West. Like, no, actually, it would be terrible if you were a bounty hunter trying to Mm -hmm. track these people down. Gunfights are lethal and you you don't go out in a blaze of glory. You just bleed out in a ditch and it's sad, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like that's something Unforgiven does really well. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Yep. And I, and I, yeah, again, I, I have nothing else. This was a, this is just, I wanted to bring it up because it was just such an affront <laughs> to like everything. Like it was just a lot. I mean, you guys, yeah, that's, that's a, certainly a thing you can say. Yeah, that, that was certainly a, a statement. So like I said, I'm going to post that link to the Hollywood reporter so you can read the All article right. yourself. I also I encourage you to watch the trailer because I think these these comments by themselves are terrible enough. But then you actually see like a version of the movie and you're like, oh, no, I see what he was doing. <laughs> I see. I see what he was going for. So, uh, gentlemen, let's close this out as we start to get ready to do the bonus. So, Marcus, Brian, what do you guys got to plug? Hey, folks, I'm here to tell you about Color Me Confetti, my Ooh. wife's decoration shop on Etsy. Go to Etsy.com, type in Color Me Confetti, all one word in that search bar. You can find all types of party decorations. You can print at home. You don't have to leave your house. It's great. That's Color Me Confetti on Etsy. Marcus, what do you got? Make sure you follow the mantra, never offended, always humble, or Noah for short. Go ahead, buy yourself some merch. Go ahead, listen to some music. But whatever you do, make sure you follow the mantra, sport the mantra, live the mantra, never offended, always humble absolutely i want to plug this podcast if you are listening um just recommend us to a friend or a family member especially if you appreciated our uh discussion so uh very excited about that uh if you feel like you want to support us go over to patreon.com slash films of black and white sign up for one of our tiers become a part of the production crew um and you know just join us here we're always happy to have the support we got Roman. Roman in the chat. He he's got. There's a baby coming in his life in Roman. the next two weeks. Oh, Congratulations, my brother! Congratulations. Congratulations. But I I didn't know it was so close. So that's that's I amazing. Also did not. Uh, I don't know how much babies weigh, but I think it's a boy, and I think that he's going ounces. to weigh eight point five ounces. I don't know if that's good. Eight eight pounds. Eight, eight pounds, pounds. Five ounces. Eight what? pounds. Eight, ounces? Eight, 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 eight ounces is essentially a chicken breast. <laughs> So, <laughs> so well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say girl. I'm gonna say girl, and uh, somewhere around the seven pounds area. Good luck, good luck to you all, Roman and family. I'm gonna say girl as well, and I'm gonna go 
eight pounds, two ounces. Mother oh, I yeah. <laughs> And Marcus <laughs> is locked in at eight ounces. Eight ounces. Marcus is right, locked in at whatever the size uh, chicken cutlet is. That's that's what he's amazing. Going amazing. Uh, Brian, we have a three step process to discuss. We sure do. What is that th- first step, sir? Hey, folks, read a book. Uh, re- read any book. Honestly, I just that's my energy right now after Kevin Costner. Just read, read a history text. Like, read a, read history, a history book, book please. Like Mother any Mother. book, please <laughs> empathize with somebody's perspective. That's all. Other just than read. your own. Yeah. Read a fucking book, you idiot. Seriously. Uh... Marcus, second step, please, sir. Make sure you drink some water. You know what I mean? You already know what it is. Drink yourself to some agua while we love bubblers. Straight up water is also very good for you. Make sure your piss ain't knocking you out when you're taking a piss. You know what I mean? Don't make your knees buckle. Drink some water. Drink some water. Uh, Last and certainly not least, look, wash your ass, y'all. We are getting closer and closer to spring. And while we might be on the roller coaster between winter and spring weather, that doesn't change the fact that you're about to enter out into the world where it's 50 degrees. And on days like today where it's 70, that means you're going to sweat unexpectedly. Mm -hmm. And that means you're going to be sweaty unexpectedly. So Mm -hmm. make sure you wash your ass. Take care of yourself. Uh, because not only you will thank you, but the people around you will thank you. So be sure to wash your ass. Our step four this week from Roman is don't clean your windows too much. Protect the birds. Uh, good advice. Also, don't have to be startled by a thud in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, or, pre- or, or predict the future and save the bird. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. That's yep. a nice Cassie Webb reference for y'all. Look at you. Look at <laughs> you. Nice little Madam Webb. I remember I'm proud of you. Um, we will be back next week. Very special episode next week. Stephanie Williams is yes. coming back to the pod, y'all. We got. We are going to have some great energy next week. If you thought it was chaos this week, I will more than likely oh, quit. I will more than likely quit next week. So <laughs> here gonna we be great. are. What movie are we um, next week? Underwater. It's going to be great. Underwater, um, starring Kristen Stewart. We are watching underwater. So, but in the meantime and in the between time, stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We will catch y'all next week. By the way.